Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation. It is Tuesday, June the 16th, 2020. Today we're going to read from Job chapter 2, and we're going to start in verse 11 and read down through verse 13. When Job's three friends, Eliphaz the Timonite, Bildad the Shuhite, which by the way, there's an old joke my dad used to tell about the shortest man in the Bible being Bildad the shoe height. Get it? His height is as high as a shoe. Yeah, that's a bad dad joke. So Bildad the shoe height, Zophar the Namathite, heard about all the troubles that had come upon him. They set out from their homes and met together by agreement to go and sympathize with him and comfort him. When they saw him from a distance, they could hardly recognize him. They began to weep aloud, and they tore their robes and sprinkled dust on their heads. Then they sat on the ground with him for seven days and seven nights. No one said a word to him because they knew how great his suffering was. So if you know the story of Job, you know that this little passage comes right after Job has literally lost everything. So so the story of Job has this kind of uh, scene where the Satan or the accuser comes before God and says, God's kind of bragging on Job. And, and the accuser says, well, of course, Job follows you. He has everything. And so then Job loses everything. He loses like his, his animals. He loses his family, except for his wife. He loses everything, his house. It all just comes crashing down literally. Um, and then Job is still faithful to God in the midst of that. And so the Satan, the accuser, comes back to um, God and says, well, yeah, you wouldn't let me touch his body. But if, if he gets so sick he thinks he's going to die, then he will curse you. And so after that, Job is covered with all these sores. And there's a really disgusting little passage that talks about him taking a, a piece of pottery and scratching his sores. Uh, and, and Job is in this state when these friends come to him. In the beginning, the friends actually do the right thing. Now, later on, we will see there's like 37 chapters of the friends like giving him advice. But what we're going to talk about today is this idea of compassion. And that one of the greatest things we can offer to people in compassion is just being with them, with our presence and it also, Henry Nouwen will talk a little bit about the idea that when we choose compassion, we're also taking on the pain of those we sit with and those we are with. So this idea of sitting Shiva is this Jewish custom that exists still, uh, where people will come and they'll sit on these low stools with a person who usually has lost a loved one uh, for seven days. Uh, in a time of mourning, just kind of like Job's friends here, who just sit with him. And it's not about talking, and it's not about necessarily giving advice as much as just comforting the one who is mourning and being present with. 
And uh, Henry Nouwen says that's a lot of what compassion looks like. So today the, the devotion is called Compassion is Being With. Let us not underestimate how hard it is to be compassionate. Compassion is harder because it requires the inner disposition to go with others to the place where they are weak, vulnerable, lonely, and broken. But this is not our spontaneous response to suffering. What we desire most is to just do away with suffering by fleeing from it or by finding a quick cure for it. A busy, active, relevant people, as busy, active, and relevant people, excuse me, we want to earn our bread by making a real contribution. This means first and foremost doing something to show that our presence makes a difference. And so we ignore our greatest gift which is the ability to enter into solidarity with those who suffer. Those who can sit with their fellow man, not knowing what to say, but knowing that they should be there, can bring new life into a dying heart. Those who are not afraid to hold a hand in gratitude, to shed tears of grief, and to let a sigh of distress arise straight from the heart, can break through the paralyzing boundaries and witness the birth of a new fellowship, the fellowship of the broken. And so this whole idea of compassion is the idea of sitting with one another. I think in our world right now, this is what we're lacking. Um, in response to the uh, recent events and the racial reconciliation that needs to happen in our world, uh, many of us just want to fix it really quickly, put a Band-Aid on it. Others just want to ignore it. Uh, and these are the two responses that Henry Nouwen says we tend to get with when there's pain, when there's brokenness, when there's hurt in the world. And the third response and the response that Henry Nouwen is calling us to is just to be with people in their pain and to let them have their pain and to listen and to be quiet. And uh, I think that should be our posture in these days, but not just this event, these events. In any event where someone is suffering and broken, um, there is so much of a greater uh, sense of compassion when we can just sit in solidarity with someone and not have to explain away the pain and not run from it, but just be there in their time of need. And so compassion is not easy, Henry Nouwen says. It's not easy at all. Because our first instinct will be to fix it or to just run away from it. And what Henry Nouwen says is, if we can just enter into it and be with the person who's hurting, then they can see a new way forward and we can see uh, what the love of God really looks like. Because it is God in Jesus, in the incarnation, who enters into our suffering enters into our pain, enters into our brokenness as human beings, enters into our own kind of body, suffers on the cross with us and for us, and shows compassion in that he is God with us in the middle of all of the mess that we've made of this place. And so I hope that we can learn from Jesus and we can be there for one another and be with one another and be... Uh, incarnate in the flesh together as we work through 
the brokenness, the pain, and the hurt in this world. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.